Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the RF Sports Show. RF Sports Show. Live and on BN Radio. Happy Holidays from BN Media. I got up this morning late again, rushing, trying to get to the station. Didn't have time to fix coffee or breakfast or even grab a lunch. And I jumped in my car and realized, ah, I don't even have gas. I stopped by the Texaco in DeSoto on Hampton and Pleasant Run, walked in, and immediately thought this can't be a gas station. And I was right. It was Maryland's Fine Foods. The the friendly staff there was able to give me a fresh-made breakfast from scratch, also a gourmet box lunch, and not to mention a tank of gas, too. I got to work and had an awesome day and then thought my family would love to have a break from fast food, so I went online to Maryland's Fine Foods and placed an order for my entire family. And you know what? When I got to the soda, it was hot and ready for me to pick up on my way in. Trust me, guys, you got to try Maryland's Fine Foods. Located in DeSoto at Hampton Road and Pleasant Run, give them a call at 972-274-1070. That's 972-274-1070. Or try them online at MarylandsFineFoods.com. Are you ready for kids who eat healthy? Good nutrition can lead to great things. To find out how a healthy lifestyle can help your child succeed, go to MyPyramid.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the Ad Council and USDA. The odds of a young girl being discovered by an industry insider while singing to herself pumping gas? One in 300 million. The odds of the daughter of a clergyman from Severn, Maryland, spending 11 weeks at number one on the U.S. singles charts? One in 19 million. The odds of going on to win six Grammy Awards? One in 1.4 million. The odds of selling over 40 million records? One in 800,000. The odds of this musician and performer having a child diagnosed with autism? One in 110. I'm Julie Braxton, and I encourage you to learn the signs of autism at AutismSpeaks.org. Early diagnosis can make a lifetime of difference. Autism Speaks. It's time to listen. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Breaking down sports on the breakdown. I'm just going to come out and say it, man. Um, San Francisco is lousy. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Uh, they are terrible. I mean, if you're going to tell me that prior to this game, if I said this to you, DG, prior to this game, hey, man, uh, Vernon Davis, he's going to catch one pass. Uh, Frank Gore, he's going to average about two yards a clip. You just thought, Cowboys win this one going away. Instead, they had to make up a two-touchdown deficit, okay? Uh, they had to deal with an injury to their starting and controversial quarterback. 
Anthony Romo. And in a typical San Francisco 49er fashion, the cornerback covering Miles Austin falls down. And Austin takes off and goes 58 yards, I believe it was, and that changed everything. This is Breakdown Cutting Edge Sports Talk. Heard only on D-Band Radio. This is Media Network. DBNMedia.net. Call us right now. 214-699-1942. Get interactive on the DBN Media Network. RS Sports Show. Talking sports from a fan's perspective. This is Media Network. Fisher giving you in-depth analysis of every Dallas Mavericks home game. Welcome everyone to Mavs Talk. I'm your host, Rock Fisher, here joined by Royce Fisher. We're going to get to him in just a second. The Mavericks win tonight, 98-89, to getting the victory over the Phoenix Suns and their former point guard, Steve Nash was in attendance tonight, as well as Kim Kardashian and Chloe Kardashian as well. So the stars are out tonight. Michael Finley was here as well to watch the Mavs now extend two, three, and four, two back-to-back wins. Royce, let me bring you on real quick. You saw the Mavericks finally put together back-to-back good games. And uh, Rodney, what a great game tonight. The Mavs came out. They look like a totally different. You're absolutely right, Rodney. The uh, Mavs came out tonight. Uh, on fire, uh, everybody played well tonight, and for those of you that don't know, it was a milestone tonight. Tonight was Dirk Nowitzki's 1,000th game with the Mavericks. How about that? It's a lot to get to 1,000 games. Yeah, Dirk Nowitzki tonight had uh, his 1,000 career regular season game, his 975th start tonight uh, against Phoenix. He's only the 98th player in NBA history to do this. So it's a big mark for Dirk. Now, last game we were at, he set the mark for 8,000 field goals right, made. Right. Now he sets the mark for 1,000 games played. Dirk is Dirk is getting up there. And, and you know, in this day and age, it's kind of hard to do with the same team, you know. He's uh to be here this whole time that he's been in the NBA. And he'll probably end up retiring a Mavs, right? Yeah, we would only hope he does retire as a Mavs, but he does have a few few uh, uh, years left on his contract, actually four years left on the contract he signed last year. Let's jump into uh, the actual game itself. Let's start with the first quarter. In that first quarter, Royce, what did you see and how did the Mavs come out? What was their attitude when they came out tonight? Well, uh, the attitude was pretty good. Uh, of course, now Delonte West hit the first shot for the Mavs. This is his second time in a row hitting his first shot. And uh, Delonte West played a real aggressive tonight. Uh, they started out slow. Uh, of course, now the Suns jumped out to a 7-2 to run. But by uh, the middle of the first quarter, the Mavs came back on an 8-0 run to uh, tie the ball game up. And they, they scored 25 points in that first quarter. So both teams had 25 points. And uh, they were both about even. I, I, I saw a lot of excitement coming out of Phoenix at first. But by the fourth quarter, most of that had died out. 
Yeah, if you look at their first quarter as a whole, uh, just looking at the stats from the first quarter, you're right. The Mavericks did come out looking like they were ready to play tonight. You saw a lot of play from the bench as well, and they started the game with uh, Sean Marion, Dirk Nowinski, Brendan Haywood, Delonte West, and Jason Kidd. They scored 25 points in that first quarter, and they tied with Phoenix. Phoenix scored 25 in the first quarter as well. But you saw Dirk try to get his shot together in that first quarter. He had seven points in the first quarter, three for six, so he's very active on the offensive end. We also saw Lamar Odom, who had a great night tonight as well, had 15 points. We'll get into that, but in that first quarter, played five minutes and went one for two for two points. So he was out to a good start, but got into some early foul trouble along with Delonte West, who had two early fouls. They limited him for the rest of the game. But you saw the Mavericks come out, you know, kind of getting ready to go. They have five different ties in their first quarter, had six different lead, lead changes. The Mavericks' biggest lead in that quarter was four. The Suns' biggest lead was five. And you could tell right then that, you know, one of these teams going to come out with the win. The Phoenix Suns have struggled this season as well. Mavericks on paper look like a better team, although we've seen them kind of be up and down this season. But you can tell at least they came out ready to play. And you're absolutely right, Brian. What I was glad to see was them get 10 points in the paint in the first quarter. And what was big was Brian Cardinal's three-point, right at 322 mark, that uh, lifted the team up and gave us the crowd crowd went off the charts when he hit that. They were glad to see Brian in. And uh, I thought they played very well the first quarter. Yeah, Brian and also the rest of the players on the team had a had the crowd involved tonight. A sellout crowd here tonight as well, too. And this is actually makes uh, this sellout the 404 consecutive regular season sellout for the Mavericks, going back to December 15, 2001. And, of course, they sold out 58 playoff games in this stretch as well, too. Let's go to the second quarter right before halftime. The Mavericks started to really build up a lead at that point. They scored 24 points in the second quarter. Phoenix only scored 16. They were able to keep Phoenix shooting down to 30.4%. The Mavericks didn't do that much better, shot 31%. But you started to see them kind of getting together, passing the ball around. Lamar Odom in that quarter had seven points to lead all the scores for that quarter and was three for four for that quarter as well, too. And their second unit, Rodney, started out the second quarter. You had Terry and Roddy Bubba starting at the guard position. But I thought they moved the ball very well. Uh, I, I'm glad to see that still. What I'm lacking on this team is fast break points. They're not getting out running. I don't know if they're saving that midway through the season, yeah. saving their legs. But uh, they're, they're kind of playing a half-court offense. And this second unit played very well. Uh, I saw Brian Cardner and Mahimi in. I hadn't seen that uh, from Rick Carlisle, but I thought they played very well in that. They shot 43% in that, in that quarter, right? And then, of course, in that quarter also, you saw Jason Terry play a lot of minutes, played nine minutes in that quarter. He was one for two in that quarter uh, also, but he had a big nine and three-point end of things. We'll get into that later on we look at the stats. And also, we're going to be giving you guys some live audio from Coach Alvin Gentry. As well as Roddy Bubois, he talks about Lamar Adams' night tonight and also talks about the game as a whole and now things really finally coming together for the Mavs. When we get to halftime, their biggest lead for their first half was 10 points. But when we got to that third quarter, we saw more communication from the Mavs. They looked like a team that really had started to get some gelling together. I, I remember they started their quarter with Marion Kidd, Delonte West was back in, Brendan Haywood and Dirk Kaminsky as well. And Roddy really electrified the crowd with the alley-oop dunk he had. That's going to be a sports tonight. It has to be a top-ten play. 
that put them up 64 to 40, 51. And, you know, Rodney, I have to talk about the player Vince Carter. Vince Carter tonight showed me a young Vince Carter. He was diving for balls. His hustle play in this third quarter really kept the guys in the game. He he got a lot of rebounds. He uh, played great defense. And, you know, what I was shocked to see was uh, Phoenix coming out with Grant Hill on Dirk Nowitzki tonight. Yeah, well, Grant Hill is probably one of their best perimeter defenders, and Dirk played a lot around the perimeter tonight. He had seven assists tonight, so he was able to pass the ball a lot. Every time they did double-team him, he was able to get the ball off on the pass. In that quarter as well, there was another play I really liked also, and that was that double behind-the-back pass. Terrett threw it behind his back to Odom on a fast break. Odom immediately threw it behind his back to Brian Cardinal, who, who wasn't expecting it, let's be honest. But at the same, you saw the communication, the passing from this team really work out. They had over 30 assists as a team tonight. And that's and that's what I was talking about earlier. The ball moment was a lot better tonight than it had been uh, the previous game. Uh, they Nobody was selfish tonight. Everybody spread the ball around. Matter of fact, got, a lot of guys passed up shots tonight just to pass the ball. But uh, Vince Carter in that third quarter, man, I mean, he – he, he he looked like Vince Carter, bro. Yeah. He was very aggressive, aggressive going yeah. to the basket. He was very aggressive on uh, defense. And I thought he played an excellent game tonight. If we can get that out of Vince Carter, uh, night in and night out, we got a good guy coming off the bench. And the Mavs ended their quarter very well also. They had the end uh, one by uh, Jan Mahimi with the plus one right at the one-minute mark. But they closed out the game with, I think, the best player of the season so far. And there was a tip-out pass from Carter. Carter was going up trying to get that rebound. Some kind of way tipped it out to Jet Cherry, who had the hottest hand tonight for the Mavs. Hit that three-pointer at the buzzer of the third quarter to go up 77-76, uh, making an 11-point lead. And the Mavericks didn't look back after that when they got to the, third, to the fourth quarter. And, and that's when the separation started. They started to pull away slowly. But uh, I, I kind of saw Phoenix getting tired around that third and fourth quarter. You could tell. You know, a lot of these guys, a lot, you know, been in the league four, five, six years, all the way up to 10 to 12 years. Mm -hmm. So there's not a lot of young guys on this team. They didn't do a lot of running. Uh, Grant Hill played a great game tonight. But I thought their legs started to get tired around that fourth quarter. Yeah, and, and what was ironic about the fourth quarter as a whole is that Phoenix actually outscored the Mavs 23-21 to 21 in that fourth quarter. Mar Marcin Gortat tonight had a big game, had 10 points in the fourth quarter for the Suns, and that's pretty much all they really had. And then you saw the Mavericks, again, distributing the ball, a lot better communication, passing the ball around, getting everyone involved. Everyone put points on the board tonight that played. And that's big for the Mavericks. Their bench tonight actually outscored the Phoenix Suns bench 51-21. to And in their three wins so far, Royce, their margin of victory, their margin of points ahead of the other bench has been 27.3. So when the bench plays well, the Mavericks play well. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And rebounding has gotten better, too. Matter of fact, Brendan Haywood had a season high tonight in rebounds. And between the two big men that the Mavericks are playing, I, I, I see these guys playing better every week and every game. They get better. Mahima has gotten more aggressive on the boards. I think now we got a competition at the center stop spot between Brennan Haywood and Mahimi. Yeah, and it's going to be a combination of both of those guys, I believe. They had a good night tonight as well. And in that fourth quarter, Dirk continued to shoot the ball well. Jet Terry continued to shoot the ball from three. Well, he was five for eight tonight. And the Mavs go on to get their third victory of the uh, young season. Now they're three and four. 
The Suns now three and three, and they won the game ninety eight to eighty nine. But but there's a lot to really talk about the game when it comes to some certain players like Lamar Odom, Vince Carter. You mentioned him, and also the milestone for Dirk playing in his thousand game as well. We got a lot more to get to. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we go inside the numbers and take you guys right inside to find out. What really happened on the game tonight? Who was shooting well? And also get you guys some live audio from Coach Rick Carlisle and Coach Alvin Gentry and also Roddy Boubois will join us for a one-on-one interview later on in the show also. You're tuned in to Mavs Talk on DeepInMedia.net or FSportsRadio.com. Starting 
Christmas Day, December 25th. Make sure you tune in for pre and post game. We're going to take you guys inside the locker room for the Dallas Mavericks as they try to repeat their championship. And give you interviews and updates from all the NBA stars from across the league. Do not miss it right here on dfmmedia.net as we take you guys to the NBA and NBA action. They're playing basketball. They're playing basketball. Hey, this is Roy Vista from Dallas Mavericks, and you listen to our sports radio. It's the RF Sports Show. Rocket Boy Fisher together talking nothing but the hottest topics in sports. Live in on radio. thought that, uh, you know, our defense was good. <coughs> Excuse me. We just did a terrible job on the boards. And, uh, you know, it doesn't matter how good your defense is. If you're going to give up 20 offensive rebounds, you're probably going to get yourself in trouble. And the most disheartening thing probably is the fact that, you know, they got 20 offensive rebounds and they still shot 41%. And so we just, you know, we got to do a better job taking care of the boards. You know, we've made a big jump defensively. And we've improved tremendously, but uh, got to take care of the rebounding part of it. And then, uh, you know, we got to do a little bit better job on our turnovers. But we just, uh, you know, I don't think you can ask Grant to do any, you know, with the size that Derek has over him. I don't, but Derek has, I don't think you can ask Grant to do a better job than he did. He made him take tough shots. But we just, you know, we, we've got to do a much better job on the, uh, on the boards. We do a better job on the boards. We have an opportunity to win the game. Talk about the benches tonight. Uh, coming in, both teams have been scoring a lot of points, but tonight they beat you on the, from the bench standpoint, 51 points. Well, they, well, you know, I don't consider Jason Terry a bench player, you know, really. Uh, so that's a little bit uh, distorted. But uh, there are other guys that did a very good job. You know, Jason is going to do what he does every night. And, uh, you know, he's going to give them 15 to 20 points, and that's who he is. But um, I think the other guys that came in, you know, obviously Lamar has, has uh, been on championship teams and played off the bench. So he's, uh, I mean, we're well aware of what he can do. And uh, I thought uh, Mahimi did a great job of giving them energy and keeping balls alive like that. So their bench plays really, you know, well. As a matter of fact, that's where the separation came, you know, uh, was the second unit, uh, their second unit, I thought did an outstanding job, and and uh, really that's where the the lead came, and it was hard for us to overcome. Talk about the player Gutkowski. Was he being played tonight? He had his 22 points uh, tonight. Well, he played well. You know, he played well. Uh, Steve did a good job of getting him the ball, I thought, and uh, I thought we did a much better job of screening tonight. Uh, you know, we. Uh, you know, we didn't play that poorly except, I mean, the rebounding part of it is very discouraging, you know. We just got to do a better job with that, and and uh, and then we got to do a better job of keeping guys in front of us for more than one dribble. But, you know, it is what it is, and, you know, you it's hard to overcome a 20-point lead when you're playing on the road. You can't get yourself in that situation. Yeah, it has, and they were well. It was the the you know the the turnovers were the ones that we talk about. The live turnovers where we just we have no answer for it because 
you're running back three on two or two, you know, two on one, and it's always an advantage. And and because of that, you know, it's it's hard to get back and and, and do anything about it. So, you know, those are the ones that, that you know those hurt us too. But you know, we just we got to be better. We got to be grittier. You know, we got to do a better job of, of, of securing the ball. You know, uh, once again, we had a ton of very good defensive possessions, and uh, they end up with the ball again. So we got to play another 24 seconds of defense, and, you know, eventually it gets to the point where that's a little bit discouraging. You talk about a 20-point lead there. And that was uh, Coach Alvin Gentry tonight after a disappointing loss for his Phoenix Suns. Again, the Mavs win tonight, 98-89 to over the Phoenix Suns, over Steve Nash. Let's get into some of the stats, Royce, and look behind the numbers as we take you guys to the final box sheet. Steve Nash tonight, speaking of him, the former Maverick, two-time MVP Steve Nash, was 6 for, six for 12 tonight, 2 for 6 from the three-point line, had 15 points, but also had 12 assists. So they have a have a double double, and you can expect that from Nash. Yeah, and uh, Steve Nash gonna be Steve Nash. Uh, any night of the week, he's gonna give you a hundred percent. But uh, he was kind of quiet tonight. Uh, they they made sure Steve Nash wasn't gonna be the guy to beat him tonight. But what's surprising tonight, Rodney, was everybody on the Mavericks team scored tonight. That what was so great when they can spread the ball around and everybody can score. You want to give us uh, some of the scores up, some of the uh, scoring that they had tonight? Yeah, we got, yeah. We got 13 out of Sean Marion. Uh, Dirk is his normal self. He had 20 points. Uh, Brendan Haywood had five. Delonte West had six. And Jason Kidd only had three points tonight. Of course, now they didn't need Jason. You know, one thing about Jason Kidd tonight, playing 27 minutes, he's been playing a lot of minutes, of course, had three points tonight. But Jason Kidd, who is the NBA's active leader in games played, appeared in his 1,274th regular season game wow. contest on Wednesday, pulling him even with Terry Porter in 16th oh, okay. place. And Terry Porter played a long time. <laughs> even with Terry Porter, and he only needs five more games to pass uh, A.C. Green, who has 1,278 wow. in 15th place. And A.C. Green played a lot of years with a lot of different teams. And he was a regular start. I don't think A.C. missed a game ever, did he? No, I don't think he did. I don't think he did. Now, you mentioned the Mavericks numbers as well. Sean Marion going 6-15 tonight was very active. Dirk Nowinski shot the ball 17 times, made 7, although he did put up 20 points tonight, had 6 rebounds. Brendan Haywood tonight only had 5 points, but he had 12 rebounds. Yeah. Of those 12 rebounds, 5 were offensive rebounds. And I think that was the key key factor. And that was a season high for Haywood tonight. Yeah, definitely was season high for Haywood and, and rebounds tonight. You also saw another stat I'm going to talk about is Lamar Odom having 15 points. His best game by far is the Maverick. He was 6 for 12, 1 for 4 from the three-point line. Also had five rebounds as well. And that's a season high for him with the Mavericks, uh, 15 points. I wonder because the uh, family was in the house. Yeah, the family was here tonight. Not just his wife, but his sister-in-law, uh, Kim Kardashian. And for those that are listening, it is real. It is real. Yeah. <laughs> it is real. But, uh, it was good to see them get finally get some uh, numbers out of Lamar. He looked a little more relaxed tonight. Maybe that uh, workout or extra training that Carlisle's been giving, maybe it's starting to pay off. Yeah, speaking of Coach Carlisle, he talked about Lamar tonight. He said he's doing more and more, doing better things. He said he likes the progress. He still wants him to get back in shape. Now, tonight he only played 
22 minutes tonight, but he could tell he was getting tired. You know, he couldn't play the amount of minutes he wants in the place. He's getting back in shape. Carlisle also talked about the rotation as well, too. So he's trying to get the right formula together. He wants to put shooters with drivers. And he had a little trouble once Delonte West got in the early foul trouble, wanted him to play more minutes, but said everybody's doing a good job also. He did get into also the passing that the Mavericks had tonight, who overall tonight they had uh, 30 assists tonight, which is which is good for the Mavericks when they can spread the ball like that. Yeah, it, is, it is good. My only concern with this team, Rodney, uh, fast break points. They're not running. Uh, they're not getting out in the open court. Uh, of course, now I know they're not as young as some teams, but that 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 concerns me because when they made their runs for the championship, you saw them pushing the ball a lot, and I, I hadn't seen them push the ball much. I mean, we don't have J.J. Burrell to do that anymore, but uh, you can tell Jason Kidd is not as fast as he used to be. He's not taking as many uh, shots as he used to. He's selling for threes, yeah. not driving to the basket. I remember when Jason Kidd last year were backing guys up, uh, playing with his back to the basket. I hadn't seen that out of him. So far. And, and I don't think you will. I, I don't think this season you're going to see a lot of fast breaks or kid backing people down. Number one, kids a year older. Uh, the other part of it is the guys they have on their team are not young guys. And with the schedule the way schedule the way it is, they're playing five games out of every seven days, uh, triple games back to back, having to go on the road, come back home. And I think with that in mind, you want to see a lot of fast breaks because they'll save a lot of energy tonight. Even Carlisle talked a little bit about that as well, too. He says he's making some progress, of course, with ball movement. He said the energy is getting progressively better, but he wants to be able to play 10 or 12 guys a night, you know, to give everyone the kind of rest that they really need. Well, you think with uh, Terry and Riley Bubai in there, uh, that they would push the ball a lot. You know, I expect that out of the young guys. Now, Jason Kidd, I don't expect it of, but uh, – that may come back in Harlem, Rodney. We we know these young guys like to run. Miami likes to run. Oklahoma City loves to run. And uh, is that going to bother the Mavs when they get to the playoffs? I don't know. Make it to the playoffs against some of these young teams? You know, one of the things that it, I think with this way the team is made up right now, and, and Coach talked about this too, they, they are who they are. You know, they are who they are. And I thought the most interesting thing he said tonight in the press conference, he was excited. The biggest play that really got him excited was the Vince Carter play at the end of the third quarter. Right, right. Tipping that ball at the Jet Terry. He went on to talk a lot about Carter. Said it was a huge play. He said he's really into it and he makes those type of plays. You know, for what we say about Vince Carter and how he looks like he's not interested at times, the last two games he's been really, really aggressive. And not just we're seeing it, but the coaching staff is seeing it too. And so far you have to be excited about the play of Vince Carter. Uh, I balked at the trade when he came here. I, I complained, but, but uh, we're we're getting some productivity out of him. And if he can stay healthy and come off the bench and keep doing what he's doing and show this excitement, I think he's playing for a contract right now. Now, one of the things we always look at with the Mavericks, especially after the blowouts that they've suffered this season, is how have, what have they done defensively. Uh, Coach talked about that tonight. He basically said that they have sustained the defense from last game, but they still got a lot more work to do. They're going to play better teams than the Phoenix Suns. So they do have to get that communication level down with defense. And it starts really with Lamar Odom. Had a good night tonight. Even Coach talked about, you know what, he had a good night stat-wise. But he has a lot of areas to improve. Number one, the guys got to get in shape. Yeah. So they, they got to get in shape to get him get him acclimated with the defense. And they got to communicate better, too. 
And uh, he did play 22 minutes tonight. He did put in 15 points. He was 6 to 12 from the field. And uh, he, he was a little, little bit light on his feet tonight. He looked a lot, lot more aggressive. Uh, I hope he continues to get better. We do need Lamar. Odom, he's a veteran player. And he needs to get back in shape and to beat because the bench is going to be very important to this team yeah. if they get deep into the playoffs. Yeah, they, it's going to be very important for them. But I thought it was interesting to see the three games that they have won, their bench has outscored teams by over 27 points. And that's huge for the Mavericks when they get that kind of production. Again, Lamar Odom with a great night tonight, 15 points tonight. You saw also Jason Terry, 18 points, was 5 for 8 from the three-point line, his best three-point performance so far this season. Terry is it, he continues to be clutch for the team from the three-point line. The best three-point shooter the Mavericks have had all season. He's done this pretty much every game, even in the losses that they've had. He is their sixth man. He's their go-to guy, and I think he's playing, of course, for a contract extension. But while he's playing so well, the Mavericks might as well take advantage for it. That's true, and I always looked at Terry as a starter. You know, I know he does come off the bench, but, you know, they have to get continue to get numbers out of Terry every night. Him and Dirk seem to be on track to what they were last year. Uh, I'm just waiting on the rest of the team to catch up. Looks like they're catching up pretty fast, right? And and uh, the Mavericks won a championship with a bench. Yeah. So this is a totally different bench now. And I think Carla is starting to look down the end of that bench now. And he's being confident about who he pulls off the bench to play. I even saw Brian Cardinal. Got his number called a lot tonight, and he played a very good game tonight, too. Yeah, Cardinal uh, played five minutes tonight, had had uh, three points in the game. Uh, you look at the Phoenix Suns, and their biggest score tonight was Marcin Gortat. Ten for 15 tonight with 22 points and 10 rebounds. Had a huge double-double for the Phoenix Suns. Grant Hill poured in 14 points. Also, Steve Nash with his 15. And Jared Dudley with 10. Shannon Fry played 25 minutes, went three for four. Only had seven points, but had ten rebounds. They got to get more out of him if they're going to do anything. But the turnover battle really killed the Phoenix Suns. You heard Alvin Gentry talk about that as well too. They had fifteen turnovers tonight, and he can't come back from a twenty-one point deficit having all those turnovers. And that's because the Mavericks really hustled tonight. They really dove for loose balls. They uh, tipped balls. They were very aggressive on the boards. They were very aggressive defensively. And uh, I, I like what I saw tonight right now, this team. Now, I did, did get a chance to catch up with Roddy Bubois tonight. He only had uh, four points, played nine minutes tonight, was two for six, but had that monster dunk in the third quarter. You guys, I'm, I know you got to be seeing that on Sports Center tonight. Caught up with him. We talked a little bit about Lamar Odom's night tonight and if the chemistry is finally coming together for the Mavericks. We're here with Roddy Bubois. You guys get you guys second win. Now you got two wins. You're going to build from here. What do you guys have to do next? Oh yeah, I mean, uh, we just need to keep uh, getting better every game. I mean, we've been playing like better after every game, so we just need to keep trusting each other, keep playing together, and we get better every day. Talk about that dunk he had in the third quarter, man. I think we're gonna see that on Sportsman tonight. Oh, I don't know. I didn't see it, but uh, yeah, it just it did a long time. So it was good to go get it. Uh, you know, Jakey know how to pass the ball, so it was. It was good to go back to Dink because it's been a long time. Tell me a little bit about Lamar. I mean, he's had his best game so far as a Maverick. Coach mentioned he's kind of getting his conditioning back in shape, getting in shape. 
How's he been practicing pretty hard with you guys, and how's he coming along with the team and everything? Oh, yeah, I mean, he's doing a great job. I mean, he, he know that he just needs to keep pushing on himself, but uh, every time, every day, he's, he's giving everything to just to get better, communicate with everybody, to know places, to, to know the place and everything. So, yeah, he's just doing a great job, and uh, we that's good. Now you guys are starting to see more chemistry on the floor. Communication is a little bit better. You guys passing the ball. I think you had over 30 assists as a team tonight. How's the communication on the floor? Is it is it getting a lot better? You guys back to kind of playing more like a team. I know you got some new pieces, so yeah. So for sure we need time because we got some new pieces. So you're gonna just you gonna be perfect right away. We just we need a bit of time. It's not it's still not perfect yet. We just need to keep. Uh, getting better, but we're getting better. And that was uh, Ryder Bubois after tonight's win. Again, the Mavs win 98-89, to going 3-4. for four. We'll go take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk about their game tomorrow night against the San Antonio Spurs and also give you a wrap-up here live from the AAC. You're listening to Mavs Talk on DeepInMedia.net, RFSportsRadio.com. You're listening to the RF Sports Show. I got up this morning late again, rushing, trying to get to the station. Didn't have time to fix coffee or breakfast or even grab a lunch. And I jumped in my car and realized, ah, I don't even have gas. I stopped by the Texaco in DeSoto on Hampton and Pleasant Run, walked in and immediately thought this can't be a gas station. And I was right. It was Maryland's Fine Foods. The the friendly staff there was able to give me a fresh-made breakfast from scratch, also a gourmet box lunch, and not to mention a tank of gas, too. I got to work and had an awesome day and then thought my family would love to have a break from fast food. So I went online to Maryland's Fine Foods and placed an order for my entire family. And you know what? When I got to the soda, it was hot and ready for me to pick up on my way in. Trust me, guys, you got to try Maryland's Fine Foods, located in DeSoto at Hampton Road and Pleasant Run. Give them a call at 972-274-1070. That's 972-274-1070. Or try them online at marylandsfinefoods.com. Are you ready for kids who eat healthy? Good nutrition can lead to great things. To find out how a healthy lifestyle can help your child succeed, go to mypyramid.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the Ad Council and USDA. The odds of a young girl being discovered by an industry insider while singing to herself pumping gas? One in 300 million. The odds of the daughter of a clergyman from Severn, Maryland, spending 11 weeks at number one on the U.S. singles charts? One in 19 million. The odds of going on to win six Grammy Awards? One and 1.4 million. The odds of selling over 40 million records? One and 800,000. The odds of this musician and performer having a child diagnosed with autism? One and 110. I'm Joni Braxton, and I encourage you to learn the signs of autism at AutismSpeaks.org. Early diagnosis can make a lifetime of difference. Autism Speaks. It's time to listen. 
Brought to you by Autism Speaks in the Ad Council. Breaking down sports on the breakdown. And I'm just going to come out and say it, man. Um, San Francisco is lousy. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Uh, they are terrible. I mean, if you're going to tell me that prior to this game, if I said this to you, DG, prior to this game, hey, man, uh, Vernon Davis, he's going to catch one pass. Uh, Frank Gore, he's going to average about two yards a clip. You just thought Cowboys win this one going away. Instead, they had to make up a two-touchdown deficit, okay? Uh, they had to deal with an injury to their starting and controversial quarterback. Anthony Romo, and then in typical San Francisco 49er fashion, the cornerback covering Miles Austin falls down. And Austin takes off and goes 58 yards, I believe it was, and that changed everything. This is the breakdown. Cutting edge sports talk. Heard only on D-Band Radio.
And and these games that you have to win, the New Orleans and San Antonio and the Charlotte and all these games, you want to win these games now, trust me, because you want to the, – these games can count for you in home field advantage when you go to the playoffs, you know. And uh, this is a depleted uh, New Orleans team. I expect the Mavericks to win uh, Saturday and tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah, I expected to win too as well. The way they've been playing, the way the chemistry's coming together, the games are getting better and better. We saw them get better last time. Now they finally get a really good win against uh, Oklahoma City, and now they got a good win against Phoenix Suns and a team that's kind of always been right there battling with them back and forth. We don't know what Nash could give you any given night, and and they were able to get the win tonight and actually had a 21-point lead in the process. And that big that, – uh Win in Oklahoma. I mean, win against Oklahoma was really, really big because uh, I thought Oklahoma was going to sweep them, and uh, that proved a lot for the Mavs because I think Oklahoma came here a little cocky, Rodney, and the Mavs put them back in their place. But you have to be right on any given day. Anybody can beat anybody, but these are kind of games that the Mavs must win. Uh, should win, and I, I'm, I'm counting on them to win. So I look for them to be four and four when they come back here. And that's, that's going to wrap up our show here live from the American Airlines Center. The Mavericks get the win tonight now, going three and four on the season. Still a long season left to go, and you can tune in right here at dpnmedia.net or rfsportsradio.com and get all your Mavericks update and also Mavs Talk postgame show, which will be live again tomorrow night after the Spurs game and Saturday here from the AAC. For Rock and Royce, we want to thank you guys for joining us tonight. We'll see you guys tomorrow night for more Mavs Talk. to the Dallas Mavericks post-game show. Rock and Royce Fisher giving you in-depth analysis of every Dallas Mavericks home game. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.